Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, Shang Mom, welcome back to another episode. And today's episode is for you if you are consistently exercising but not seeing the results you want, which are getting tone, which is gaining muscle and losing fat. And so this episode is going to be just what you need in order to kind of piece together what's going on. Because one of the things that I hate the most, especially as being a personal trainer that works physically in a gym as well, is that I hate seeing women struggle in the sense of seeing progress. They're working their ass off in the gym. They're putting in the time. They're putting in the reps. But they're not seeing the results that they want because of a few things that we're going to talk about. Actually, there's more than a few things, but there's three areas and specifically that we are going to talk about that could be something is lacking in one of those areas. And those three areas is nutrition, exercise, and recovery. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down what are the things that I see most common that women are struggling with, overlooking, not doing, or maybe even doing wrong that is keeping them from actually getting toned, even though they're exercising, okay? And I wanted to start off today's episode with kind of sharing my story because I've been there. I've been in that position where I was exercising consistently five times a week, if maybe sometimes six, and I was following a nutrition program and I still was not seeing the results I wanted, which are to look, I wanted to look strong. I want to look toned. I wanted to have that muscle definition, but also be lean at the same time. And before... Um, before I got pregnant with my daughter, when I, after I got, um, after my son was born, every pregnancy I always told myself, I'm going to come back even better than the last pregnancy. And with my son, uh, I did work out in the gym some, and then I started doing beach body programs and then also doing the 21 day fix containers. And guys, if you're somebody that loves beach body, I'm not trying to dog beach body. Um, for my point in time, it, it had its place in my journey, but it ultimately wasn't allowing me to get to where I wanted to be. I wanted to gain some serious muscle. I wanted to have that definition. And it just turned out it wasn't the right path. And and so it was very frustrating for me. I'm exercising consistently. I'm sticking to this program, right? I'm I'm doing these meal, uh, these meal replacement shakes and in this container, you know, counting system. And I still wasn't seeing the results I wanted. Um, and it really came down to something that I just didn't understand how muscle building worked. And so I want to take a second to explain a little bit more. I've done episodes on this about how we build muscle, but really understanding the fundamentals of what toned actually means. And so I hear women say all the time, I want to be toned, but they don't really understand what that means. And being toned is simply 
gaining muscle and losing fat. So it's having enough muscle, but a low enough body fat percentage that you can see that muscle pop and that muscle come out. And that's that toned, a nice look, strong look that we, most of us are going for, especially if you're listening to my podcast, then you're on the same boat as me. And the the thing is, it can be kind of confusing. There's so many different workout programs. There's so many different nutrition programs. And the weight loss industry and the fitness industry in itself is a huge industry. And there are just tons of things out there. And it's freaking confusing. I've been there, done that. I've, I've uh, used myself as a guinea pig for many, many years to figure things out. And it has made me a better coach because of it. And really, when it comes down to it, a lot of this stuff is just being overcomplicated. Um, it really need to go back to the fundamentals of, of uh, just getting fit in general and kind of leave all the fluff behind because it's really not necessary. I think the fitness industry and the weight loss industry tries to come up with these things that are like quick fixes or to think make things seem like it's simpler than what it is or have to like a work around than having to do the work. And the truth is it just takes time. It really does. But you also have to do the right fundamental things in order to assist your body to grow muscle and to lose body fat. And um, yeah, and, and on top of that, being understanding of what real progress looks like. And so that way you can honor that and, and uh, you know, no quick fixes here, right? There is no quick fixes to get toned. Um, yeah, there's some quick fixes to lose weight and then you're going to lose muscle at the same time. And we don't want to do that. It's a delicate balance that we want to be in. And, and so when I'm looking back in my, uh, journey, right. So we to get to where I am now, the things that I'm going to share with you guys are also things I've experienced myself as well as helped other women to uncover. So let's talk about nutrition. Let's talk about that piece about it because we all know the nutrition part is a big element. It really is. I mean, I'm not here. I mean, we all heard, oh, it's 80% nutrition, 20% working out. And I mean, it is. I'm, it, I think it's a both, a combination of both. You have to do both things correctly. We're going to talk about exercise as well. Um, but when it comes to weight loss, just weight loss in general, like nutrition is where it's at. But I know those that are listening to this podcast, a lot of y'all want like that next step, right? You're like, okay, I probably have lost, I've, you've probably lost majority of the weight. And now you're like, okay, I want to focus on getting stronger. I want to look toned. I want to look strong. And so that's who I'm uh, talking to and I'm reaching out. And that takes a certain type of dialing things in. Um, you know, you can eat healthy or clean or follow certain diets and you can lose weight pretty pretty easily because they all work on the same premise. It's all, um, you know, cutting out junk food and, and uh, reducing calories. So they all kind of work on the same spectrum. But when we're trying to gain muscle and lose fat, now we got to dial things in. Now we have to really focus on eating the right macronutrient ratios that are going to support our goals. And it's not just about calories in, calories out. When we are looking at body recomposition, which is what toning is, we actually have to fuel our body in, in a specific way. And not only that, guys, it's, it's custom to you. So these cookie cutter plans, these cookie cutter meal plans, and you're trying to take things to the next level, ain't going to cut it. Ain't going to work. All right. It has to be custom to you. This is where macro counting comes into play and why it's so important to have the right custom macronutrients that are for you, not for somebody else, but for you, because you have different activity levels. Your body composition is different. It goes based on your body stats, your age, your weight, how much muscle you have, how much body fat you have, how active you are, your metabolism. There are all these components that go into creating the right, perfect formula for your macronutrients. Okay. And that are going to support what your goal is. So if you are somebody that is exercising and you're 
being so consistent in your exercise, um, but you don't have the nutrition part dialed in, you're not giving your body the appropriate nutrients it needs in order to uh, repair and to, um, you know, and to also f- oxidize fat to you to burn fat too. You know, you have to have it has to be this balance in order to recomp. Um, it, it's like it's what I always call the sweet spot whenever you're losing whenever you're losing fat and you're gaining muscle at the same time. That is the sweet spot. And if you are somebody that's new to strength training, um, to, new to doing that um, and toning your body, like it's it's easier for somebody as far as somebody that's more seasoned like me. And I've been doing it for a while. The process can be a little uh, it take a little longer. And sometimes I might have to focus on more one more than the other. But for somebody that is all the stimulus is new, your body's going to react so well to it. So it's really important to take advantage of doing the right things in the beginning, right? Especially as, as you're getting started, because you're going to have what we like to call as personal traders, newbie gains. Like it's, it's a real thing. And it's so amazing. I love working with new people that have never worked out before because the transformations can be amazing um, because it's all new stimulus. So nutrition, you really need to look at, you need to dial that in. So what are, I can't, of course, I can't give you your custom macronutrients over this. This is just different for everybody. Um, That's something I can do for you if you reach out to me. But just to give you an idea of like what kind of macronutrient ratios we're looking at, it's going to be higher protein, moderate carbs, moderate fat. So when I do people's macros, depending on where they fall, so if somebody is 30% or more body weight, uh, or no, I'm sorry, 25% or more body fat, then that person is going to be in what I call a healthy fat loss phase. And so that looks like 35% protein, 35% carbs, and 30% uh, fats. And that's what your macronutrient ratio, uh, what I would recommend. So it means like 35% of your calories are coming from protein. 35% of your uh, calories are coming from carbs and 30% of your fats are coming or calories are coming from fats. So that's what that means when I tell you a percentage. Um, if you are somebody that is between 20 and 25%, then then I recommend really focusing on body recomposition, which is what I'm talking about that losing fat and getting toned. Yes. When you, even though you're more than 25% body fat and you do the healthy weight loss macros, you you could see that body recomposition, but we're really focusing on really getting the fat, um, the body fat down. But be, when you're between 20 and 25% body fat, that is a point where you should not be looking at weight loss calories. You shouldn't be trying to cut a bunch of calories um, because you also, you want to be in that sweet spot where you're giving your body enough calories to gain muscle, but not enough enough where you're going to start storing fat too and really uh, making an emphasis on eating a higher protein diet. And that one looks a little bit different. I can't really give you the macro ratios on that, but sometimes it usually, it'll come out to like 30% protein, 40% um, carbs, and then like closer to like 30% on the fats as well. I personally like to keep my fats. Um, you need at least twenty for twenty uh, percent of your calories to come from fats in order for hormone production and all that. Um, I personally like it a little bit higher. I find women adhere to a um, 
macronutrient uh, plan when the fats like are a little bit higher. So I tend to go towards like 30% fats on everything um, just because it, I've noticed it, it makes it easier for people to um, stick to their diet. And that's what really matters is the consistency part as well and really being able to make this a lifestyle. So that kind of gives you an idea on nutrition. If you're somebody that's below 20% body fat, then I would recommend, I don't call it bulking. It's like a lean, a lean bulk, I guess you can say, but that is um, where we would definitely be adding calories in um, in order to assist for building muscle. Um, so yeah, so that is kind of like an overview of the nutrition protein being the key number one thing that you need to be getting in. So that way you can help to repair and build muscles outside of, uh, your workouts and carbs are really important too, guys. Don't overlook that. That's important, uh, macronutrient as well to building muscle because it's going to fuel your body in the best way your body prefers carbs as energy, especially when we are focusing on quick bursts of energy. And that is what strength training is. You're giving us an effort in a short amount of period of time and then resting. Um, and so we want to give our bodies the fuel that it needs in order to push through well into a workout. So that translates into building more muscle outside of your, uh, during recovery. So it really, all the, all the macronutrients have a place and a part. Um, that's why they're called macro right? They're the big overlining nutrients. And then of course your micronutrients are going to be like your vitamins and your minerals and those matter as well. But macronutrients is like the big picture and we really want to get those dialed in. The next thing, let's talk about exercise. So if you are somebody that is exercising consistently, but not getting toned, um, it could be your nutrition, it could be your recovery, but it also could be the kind of exercise you're doing. You, um, majority of the time, this is what I see. I see women that are not pushing themselves or making strength training, um, not pushing them themselves as in the weights they lift and they're not prioritizing strength training and they're, and they're prioritizing too much cardio because they think the cardio is really what's going to get the fat loss down. And I've talked, I'm not going to preach to the choir about how uh, strength training is better for weight loss than cardio. Not saying cardio doesn't have a place, but it shouldn't be a priority. Um, I've done podcasts on that. um, So I'm not going to go into details on that. But the, but what is happening is if somebody is, has the nutrition, say they have the nutrition down, they have their recovery down and it is that exercise piece, um, they're not focusing on progressive overload. And let me explain what that is. If that's a new concept for you, but that means simply put, you're getting stronger over time. You're, you're increasing the weight that you're using over time. That's what's you're progressively overloading your muscles. Okay. And it's not only, Of course, progressive overload in the sense of adding more weight to the bar is the big uh, picture of progressive overload, but that can even mean um, adding in more sets, you know, adding more reps, having more volume work, right? So that can also play a part in a progressive overload, but you shouldn't be focusing on mainly going up in strength. So um, strength is, increasing strength is usually a good indicator that you're also increasing muscle um, as well. So we really need to be prioritizing those strength training uh, sessions because remember, getting tone, it means gaining muscle and losing fat. So as we gain more muscle, that's also going to improve our metabolic rate. And that's also going to make us burn more fat um, overall just by having more muscle alone. So it actually boosts your metabolism. 
Um, and then also not overdoing the cardio depending on where you're at. So if you're somebody that's already a low body fat percentage and trying to gain muscle, you definitely want to ease off on the cardio because what that's doing is that's taking away calories towards your recovery, towards fueling your muscles and building those muscles. Um, and so if you are somebody that even if you have your over 30% body fat and you're like, man, I still, I feel like I just need to focus on weight loss. I really want to, um, I really want to encourage you to focus on lifting weights and seeing how your body transforms because what happens when women are just solely focused on weight loss alone is they tend to lose muscle at the same time as they're losing fat and you don't want that. That actually brings your metabolism down. That means you're going to hit a plateau faster in weight loss um, and that means also you're not going to get toned. You're not going to like the way you look even though all the weight comes off. You're still going to be jiggling in all the wrong places. The uh, uh, That horrible saying skinny fat, that's, that's the ticket to skinny fat. And so um, exercise does matter and the kind of exercise does matter in order to get toned once again this is getting toned is taking your fitness to the next level it's more than just weight loss so it's going to take dialing things in and really doing the things that are required in order to give your body that stimulus to actually build muscle and to lose fat at the same time okay so that is your second piece is the exercise piece so before we leave on the exercise and go into recovery if you're still kind of confused, okay, progressive overload, what the heck? Like, how do I know that? Um, you need to be keeping track of your workouts. It's really important so that way you can see your progression over time. And I'm not saying every time you go into the gym, you're going to be adding like 10 pounds on the bar. Um, in the beginning, hey, that could happen from week to week. I've seen that with new with people that are newbies, you know, to lifting weights. The more seasoned of a lifter you are, those progression of progressive overload get further and further apart because now you're starting to reach um, genetic potential. Um, but in the beginning, when you're starting every few weeks, you should be going on up in weight, even if it's a little bit of weight at a time, you still should be seeing that increase in um, strength and that increase in pushing yourself. And you also get start to feel like what does a good set feel like, you know, I've talked about this before when you're, for example, if you're doing three sets of 12 reps at the end of that 12 reps, those last three or four reps should be pretty challenging to you where you're not breaking form. If you're just flying through your workout and it's, it's, and it's not challenging, then think about this. You're not going to change. If something is not challenging you, it's not going to create the right stimulus for change. So really push yourself, really focus on intently when you go and you work out that you're increase, increasing, <laughs> increasing weight over time and you're seeing that progress. All right. And then if you are somebody that feels like, oh, man, I'm doing a lot of cardio and I'm not prioritizing weightlifting, then what I suggest is not just cutting out cardio all at once because your body is used to cardio, especially if you've been doing it for a while. That is part of a, a part of your calories that you're burning and you don't want to just cut it out cold turkey. But just every week, like take, you know, work on slowly taking out those cardio sessions and increasing it to strength training sessions. And that'll give your body time to adjust to 
to the lack of uh, calorie burning from the cardio, but also keep in mind, depending on what kind of cardio you're doing, if you're doing like jogging or where your heart rate stays consistent throughout the workout, that's called steady state cardio and your body actually adapts to that. So over time, you're not burning as many calories as you used to when you're doing steady state cardio. And that can also, I've seen that also play into women having plateaus. They're like, man, I'm exercising and I'm, I'm, um, you know, I'm, tr- I'm cutting calories, but I'm not seeing progress anymore. And it's like your body adapts, you know? So what's great about progressive overload is it keeps your body from adapting because you're consistently pushing to get stronger, to lift more weight. And so it's changing the stimulus. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, all good stuff. And then let's talk about recovery. So recovery could be the third piece that you're missing of why you're not seeing that tone look, even though you're exercising. So say, um, even though you're exercising correctly, say you're focusing on progressive overloading, um, you're doing your macronutrients, like you're you're doing macro counting, you got that dialed in, but you're failing to really focus on recovery, you're still not going to see that great of progress. So like I said, all of this, getting toned, recomping your body, is taking your fitness to the next step. And so this is going to require, like I said, more than weight loss. Now, recovery is very important also, especially sleep for weight loss, but it's even really important too for people that are trying to recomp their body. So if you're not getting enough sleep, then you are not recovering your muscles. So when you go and you do a strength training session, you're essentially tearing your muscles. You're, you're creating these micro tears in your muscle and it's through recovery that dictates what happens from that stimulus. Are you going to build your, you're going to repair and build up stronger to handle that stimulus the next time around, or are you not going to recover correctly and you're actually going to start losing muscle because it can go both ways. It just depends on, uh, and this is where the recovery piece falls in and nutrition is considered part of recovery, but sleep is also really freaking important because during light sleep at night, that's when your body is, re- is repairing that muscle tissue It's focusing on that. And if you're not getting enough sleep, you're not going through those cycles. You're not giving your body enough time in that sleep. Then you're not going, you're not repairing that muscle adequately. So it's a, it's a combination of all these things that are going to like take you to that next level. So I really suggest if you are somebody that sleeps less than seven hours to really start evaluating your sleep. And if you are somebody, cause I've had clients tell me that, uh, tell me, but I'm not tired. Right. I, I'm like, I get five hours, four hours of sleep every night. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, you're not. <laughs> what you have just adjusted to is a shitty level of sleep is basically it. You're you're used to functioning at that level of sleep, but it does not mean that's optimal for you. And it does not mean that you can get by without any less sleep than all of us can. So if you are somebody that is really serious about taking the recovery to the next level, this had this became something that was really important for me last year when I started doing uh, more Olympic lifting. I started doing more metabolic conditioning. Um, I was like, I got to, and then I'm trying to juggle also my bodybuilding stuff at the same time. It's like, okay, I needed to really focus on recovery. So I got um, a whoop, uh, whoop, right? Uh, A whoop, um, watch. I won't say it's a watch because there's no face to it, but it, it's a, um, it's something you wear on your wrist, like a watch and it tracks all that. And so it helps me to see where my recovery is at, where, sh- how much should I strain my body for the day? Um, and if you are interested in one, I'll put like 
I think I have like a referral link just because I have one that I can share with you. I'll put it in the notes. So if you want to check it out and I think you get like so much off from using that referral, like a friend referral thing, um, you can. But it's really to me has been worth the money because it really puts things into perspective because I do fall into that pattern of like, oh, I'm getting enough sleep, right? So I'll be in bed. Yes, I'll be in bed for seven, eight hours. But I'm waking up a lot at night or I'm not falling asleep as fast as I think I am. And then I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh crap, I only got like six and a half hours. I really thought I got more than that. And so because of uh, because of that, then I, I think that I'm fully recovered and then I push myself and then I start tanking. I start noticing like decreases in my in strength if I, if I fall into that. So if you're really serious about taking your recovery to the next level, taking your results to the next level, I really recommend one of those. It's called a WHOOP. It's W-H-O-O-P. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can like check it out. Um, the next thing also is water, guys. I know, I know, I'm beating a dead horse here. (laughs) But really, guys, are you drinking enough water? Like, I know, I feel like when I say this to people, I feel like that mom, that nagging mom, (laughs) like, did you get your vitamins? Did you take your vitamins? It's like, did you get enough water? Like, I'm being like legit serious, like, because it freaking matters. But a lot of us just overlook it or like, I don't like water or this or that. Um, But here, guys, like, think about this. Your body is like 60% water. Okay. Your body needs water to function. Every freaking process that it does needs water, including fat oxidization, right? Losing fat, building protein, uh, protein synthesis, like every function that you need needs water. And so if you're, if you're slightly dehydrated, um, if you're dehydrated and not getting into water, guess what? Your body's not functioning properly. Another thing is even if you're slightly dehydrated, sometimes we can't even feel that we're slightly dehydrated, your performance will not be good. So if you're working out and you're not drinking enough water and you're dehydrated, guess what? That's going to translate into performance of your workout, which is going to translate into um, into your progress because you're not giving as much as you could. You're not taking it to that next level because you're dehydrated. Um, so water is really important, guys. Aim to get a gallon of water. If you take supplements, if you work out hard, you need that gallon of water. Uh, stress is also another thing that is also part of recovery. Our body can, I want you to think about this. This is, this has always helped me the most is I want you to think of stress in your life. Like you have a bucket and it says, it's like this big bucket and it says stress on it. And we have so much we can put in that bucket, right? Before it overflows. And then it starts to create problems. And that's how stress is in our body. All these things are getting put into our stress bucket. And if we overflow that stress bucket, guess what? Then we start having issues. <laughs> a lot of issues. Not not just I'm talking not just a lack of progress, but in health, right? A lot of a lot of uh, diseases and things can be stemmed back or traced back to um, stress. But you have to realize that exercise, exercise, dieting, those things in itself are stressors on your body. So if you're going and you're exercising and you're stressing your body doing that, which it's good, right? Remember, a challenge, if we don't challenge ourselves, we don't grow. So it's necessary to put stress on our body in order for it to build more muscle, which is through the strength training, right? But if you're having stress out of your life, meaning like you're not getting enough sleep, you're not eating right, you're not drinking enough water, you're um, having issues with your husband or your kids, or at work, you're carrying all that around and then you're overfilling your stress bucket. And then guess what? (laughs) What happens when our stress bucket's over full or when we're really stressed out 
is we get um, increases of cortisol hormone or stress hormone inc- increases. Guess what cortisol is not good for? Muscle building <laughs> and fat loss. So we don't want our cortisol to be up super high all the time. We don't want it to be chronically elevated. It's okay in, in small doses for it to be elevated because, I mean, it happens with exercise. But to be chronically stressed, to be chronically having your cortisol up all the time is not good, guys. It's not good for your health. It's going to sabotage your results. So stress in itself is important. I take my mental health just as important as I take my physical health. So for stress, for me, I, I wake up, I meditate. I, uh, I have an infrared sauna at home that also helps with muscle recovery. But also, I you know it gives me a chance to wind down from the day too when I use it. So think of ways in your life you can manage stress. Um, It can be as simple as having a journal, right? And writing down things before you go to bed so you're not sitting there like, trying to think of everything is keeping you up. I, and, and also one of the biggest things, guys, that's going to help you with all of this, with everything, with having progress. And this is not just like in your fitness, but in life in general, is going to be having routines, especially if you're a mom. They are a lifesaver. They are going to put, put, pull you through everything is if you have routines. So you need to have routines around your nutrition, around your exercise, around your recovery. Now, does it come in one week? No, guys. This is like building blocks, right? We focus on things. Think about what is the biggest thing you're struggling with. Focus on improving that first. Once you get that down, okay, what's the next thing? And the next thing, and you build upon this. If you're serious about having this as a lifestyle, then you need. Then you're not in the mindset of quick fixes. You're in the mindset of I'm in here for the long term. I'm in here for the long run. And so it takes time to build those building blocks of like that fit and healthy lifestyle that you dream of. It is possible, it is doable, but it does take time, just like progress. Like it's it's not something that's gonna happen in a night. It's not gonna happen in a day, a week, a month. It's gonna take months. I'm being like legit honest with you. It's gonna take months. And so um, that's why it's not that's why not everybody walks around being super fit right because it does take time it does take effort it does take consistency and um you know it, it's not saying that it's not doable but it is saying that not everybody has the patience or the the motivation and it's not even all about motivation that's where the routines come in to do so and um but i know if you're listening to this you're different <laughs> i know that you want more um and i know that you are wanting to be on that path and you can be on that path but honoring the process and the journey of what it takes to be on that path and um, learning to love the process along the way or else if you're hating every second of it like you're not going to want to do it so you know finding ways to keep things fun to keep things like where it keeps you driven and it keeps you in a sense inspired right to keep going and then when those moments that you're not inspired or not motivated that's when you pull out the the routine card or the self-discipline card that's where it's like okay this is who I am and this is what I do and when you get to a point in your life where that becomes your identity then it just gets so much easier to upkeep but that's going to happen through continuously you know, building those routines and then it starts to become who you are and then that's how it all falls into place. And I know you are, um, maybe you don't want to hear all that, but I think that was a good note to hit on even though that wasn't actually what today's episode was about. So let's just recap real quick um, and then I got to get off and I got to go get my son from, from school. 
So um, we talked about three things that could be hindering your your results of why you are not getting tone, even though you're exercising. Maybe even if you are watching what you eat, but you're still not seeing those next level results that you want, it's going to be something in one of these categories, or it could be all three, nutrition, exercise, or recovery. So remember nutrition, we need to dial things into custom macronutrient ratios that are going to support our goals. We talked about that. And exercise, we talked about prioritizing the right kind of exercise, um, which is resistance training and making sure that we are focusing on progressively uh, progressive overload, getting stronger over time. Um, and then we talked about recovery. This is a really important aspect. You know, are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? Are you managing stress? Even nutrition um, is part of your recovery because we have to give our body the right nutrients in order to um, repair, excuse me, repair and grow muscle. So all of those three things are going to be the things that you are going to need to focus on in order to take your, your, your results to the next level in order to get toned, lose that fat and gain that muscle and have sexy curves in all the right places. Right. Um, and if this is something that you want to dial more into, um, then feel free to hit me up. Let's talk. Let me see how I can help you out, especially if it comes to the macro counting part. That is probably one of the things or the biggest part that women are going to struggle with on their own. I find that most women I do, I, in which I do workout plans, by the way, most women you know, can figure out the exercise part. It's one hour out of the day, right? The recovery part, okay, that's pretty self-explanatory. Get more sleep, drink more water, reduce stress. But when it comes to nutrition part, that seems like to be the the mystery component in all this. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know. What does custom macros look like to me? I don't know. How do I eat to hit those custom macros? How do I take it a step further? How do I make this work into my mom life? And I have a very unique approach, which I call macros for mom method of how we go from um, in four phases from not understanding macros, not being able to read food labels, not being able to do all that, uh, maybe not even um, eating healthy meals with your dinner. Uh, dinners with your your family right now to being able to intuitively ma- what I call intuitively macro count and that's the process that I like to show women how to get to because it's not about keeping a food journal for the rest of your life it's not about always having to uh, dial things in but it's about actually learning what's in your food what what's in food and how it interacts with your body in order to get the results that you want but not only that guys it's also about finding a lifestyle that fits your mom life and it's not something it's not a life lifestyle you have to fit your your life around it's actually a lifestyle that fits into your mom life and so that's what uh, macros for mom uh, my macros for mom method is all about and I will leave you guys with that. I think I've said enough for today. I've given you enough to really think on um, and really take this. There's I gave a lot of information. So you might want to like re-listen to this. If you still have questions, you can always hop into the Macros for Moms Facebook community. Ask me in there and I'll be happy to help you out. But I'm going to leave you guys with that. But for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. What if you could lose weight and transform your body without cooking yourself separate dinners from your family, without meal replacement shakes, or without cutting out all carbs? Macro counting is a lifestyle that can give you all of that, and it's a diet that actually fits into your mom life, not another restrictive diet that you have to work your mom life around. And I've been using macro counting for the past five years to stay fit and stick to my goals, as well as help other moms do the same. 
It can truly be life-changing if you are ready for it. And that is why I put together a free, simple, and quick guide that walks you through five questions that will help you know with clarity if you are ready to start your macro county lifestyle. So go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash get started. That's mamasnewstrong.com forward slash get started or see the link in the show notes. So go and grab this guide so you can find out if you are ready to confidently start your macro county lifestyle today.